these are very profound and, and fundamental parshias that in Bamidbor especially and I think it's no coincidence that, that the significant parshias of Bamidbor um, really start with, with uh, the Yamtev of Shuas because the Matan Torah is, is everywhere and it's in the summer time when we're also reading Pirkei Ovis, which is also not insignificant and I, I think it, 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 we could say and I've heard this of course uh, many times from my Rebbeim, Rabbi Weinberg specifically that when one learns a Pasuk in the Torah you have to learn it of course we have Baruch Hashem guidance from all the Meforshia Torah, both Midrashim, you can't come cold. We have Midrashim, we have our Chazal, we have our Rishonim, and even the Achreinim that have uh, adorned Klal Yisrael for many, many centuries from Matan Torah. And we have to learn every year as we go through the cycle of reading the Torah each year, it's speaking to us. It's reading about the words and history that happened then. That's just the 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 beged, the levush, as it's called. The levush of the Torah is how it reads. But of course, we know that every letter of the Torah, as the Vilna Gaon says, is a name of a Kaddish Baruch which means it's it's his essence, it's Akashbohu's word and his mindset Kaviyachal and the Rebbe speaking to us in the guise of historical stories facts, places and therefore Chazal tell us that there's no difference between between Anoichi Hashem Elokecha right, and the Timna Hoysepi Legesh Leesav huh, right this is what Chazal, this is the Gemara in Brachas tells us. There is no difference because each letter of the Torah, and as the the Vilna Goyim that says is brought in the in the Sefer, the famous beautiful Sefer of Milus HaTorah, from the brother of the Vilna Goyim, that says yes, there are six hundred and thirty mitzvahs, but those are mitzvahs that are called Kolim. But every word of the Torah is a name of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and is a mitzvah. Maybe not something to do, but it's something to be. It's something to... And that's what the Vilna Goyen says. Therefore, there's Machlaikas. What is exactly a cloud of the 613? But there's something more basic than that, and that's the Derecheretz Kodmolotayra. The Midas are not, one of, not part of the 613 mitzvahs. They're more basic. It's the Derecheretz Kodmolotayra that the Mishnah and Pirkei tells us. And of course there are different Pirushim. What that means, does it mean Parnasa, does it mean Midas? It means both. It's life. The Torah is a guide book to life. And, and, and therefore the mitzvah that we have every week to do Shnai Mikra Ve'echa Targum is to connect ourselves to the Torah that's speaking to us in real time the way we speak. It's speaking to us real time. We're talking about history, we're reading about history, but it's, it's instructive in 
deeper and more profound ways than we can ever imagine, that we can ever plumb to the depth of the Torah. We're just scratching the surface barely. And every time you have an idea and, it's, and it seems to fit in and, and open up new vistas of thoughts and ideas and inspiration, it's still just scratching the surface and, and, and we go on as we go through life and we hopefully mature and grow. That's that's and therefore we have, I, I believe, and I mentioned this once in the shear that the Pirkei Avos that we read from Pesach to Shavuos, those six weeks of preparation of coming out of the Memtes Shari Tuma, is one level of Pirkei Avos of understanding the you know the ethics of our fathers, which is the loose terminology of Pirkei Avos, which talks about midas, talks about how who we should be. Not necessarily what we should do. Hu haya omer is the <coughs> beautiful phrase of Pirkei Avos. Who's the who? Well, the six weeks before from Pesach Shavuos, we understand who we should be. Who? What does it mean to be part of Klal Yisrael? We come to Shavuos and we rededicate ourselves as yes, I'm a Torah, not just observant Jew. I'm a Torah Jew. I'm a Ben Torah. Ben Torah. The terminology of a Ben. Torah is not just someone who keeps the halacha, that's any Jew, that's a Shulchan Aruch Yid. And it's wonderful to be a Shulchan we should all be Shulchan Aruch Yidin. used to be a term. Shulchan Aruch Yid. Like that, that's not, that's not something to sneeze at, right? <laughs> you know, um, you know the, but, but we want to be B'nai Torah. B'nai Torah means you, you have it all, even if you don't know it all. You have it all. And that's what we hopefully, every boy who's, every child who's sent to yeshiva, we hope that they, they emerge as a ben Torah. They don't know everything. They're maybe six blot above Metzia, twelve blot above Basra, right? And, and then we say, what did they learn? You know, and someone from the outside might ask, what? They became a ben Torah. They learned what it means to have Seder. They learned what it means to be a ben Torah. And that takes them through life. And if, and if a person... Can, on everybody's matseva, uh, uh, we can write, "Hu haya ben Torah." It's a successful life. That's the six weeks till Shavuos. From Shavuos, we read Pirkei Avos to understand deeper, to understand what is that. There's a depth of that the Torah is speaking to us, and we have to look at the parshias that the Torah is leading us by the hand to understand the comings and goings of what it means. From the beginning of Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai Umasrol Yeshua, and we're going to explain that in a, in a minute. Forgive me, a Ben Torah, just to clarify, would be somebody who is attempting to do the Ratzon Bore in every setting. That's, 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 a fair that's definitely part of it. Yes, okay. yes. Would you add anything to that? No, well, that, that that this is their guiding uh, light, and this is their the, the guiding force, and this is how they're. Their their brain is is uh, is is wired to look into the Torah. What, where's my guidance? What is my next step? Where am I going? How am I going to become my best self? It's not what I have to do in order to get or get a reward or avoid a punishment. It's this is who I want to be. This is what's going to make me my best self. 
So we have here a parshin called Baloischa. Baloischa is a very interesting parsha. <clears throat> talks about taking the Leviim in the beginning of the parsha. Then it has the parsha of of Pesach Sheni, and then it has that the Jewish people traveled in the Midbar for the first time. They were leaving. They were leaving. Um, leaving Har Sinai. Vayisu mihar Hashem. That's in Parshas Baloischa. And then we have a very interesting Parsha on page 786, which is called Vayhi bin Sayahar and Vayyomer Moshe. The Oren is traveling. Why is it called the Oren is traveling? The Mishkan is traveling. Okay, they loaded everything up onto wagons, the Mishkan and the Shulchan and the Oren. But why is it called Vahibin Soya Ha'orin? The, the Oren is traveling. Vayyamir Moshe. And Moshe said, What's Moshe, what's, what's this about Moshe saying? Moshe said, Arise, Kuma, Hashem, Vayafutsu Oivecha. Arise, Hashem, and let your foes be scattered. Let those who hate you flee from before you. It's an amazing statement. And then the next passing, And when it rested, what rested? The Oran. He would say, Reside tranquility, O Hashem, among the myriad of thousands of Israel. So these two psukim are unique psukim and they're highlighted in the Sefer Torah by signs. If you look into the Sefer Torah, if you got an aliyah of Shishi, you'd see that they're symbolized by, they have two signs in the beginning of those two psukim and at the end of those two psukim. Now usually a parsha is no less than three psukim. Here's two psukim. It has a nun a backwards nun. Here it shows it's a backwards upside down nun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the Sefer Torah, mm-hmm. it's only backwards. It's not upside down. <laughs> I don't know why why mm-hmm. art school. We don't we don't write it as a mm-hmm. as an upside, upside down. down. Also, we write it backwards. But here mm-hmm. they printed it as mm-hmm. as a, a back upside down as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but what is this? These nuns. So Rashi asks this question, and he says that these also loy simen of The Torah put in these sim. We don't lay it, but it's there in the in the. Usually none of the, usually they're just spaces. We have parsha psucha parsha stuma in our chumash. We might have a pay or a samach. Art scroll chose not to. In the old chumashim they used to print. Samachs and pays. Samach, samach, samach. Pay, pay, pay. At the end of the parsha, you see arts, even art scroll does pay, 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 which is the parsha psucha. But in the in the Torah, there's no simon like that. Pay or samach, just the spaces. Here, they chose to not just put spaces before and after these two psukim, which usually is enough, but they put a simon. They put backwards nuns to tell me. Says Rashi, this is not its place. 
doesn't say where, where it's spoke, where is this place? Right? And this is a Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara and Shabbos uh, says just this. Ein zemekayma. But then, the, then Rashi continues as the Gemara does. Vuloma kosfakan, why is it here? So fine, this is not the place. Why is it written here? To separate between a bad, something bad from another thing bad, two bad things. Like the Gemara Shabbos, it refers to the Gemara Shabbos. Fine. Interesting. Well, this is in Parshish Baloischa. Then it talks about the people complaining. And then towards the end of the Parsha, it talks about this famous story of, and Miriam spoke, Miriam and Aaron spoke about their brother Moshe. Which from that whole Parsha, which is strange in itself, that Moshe and Aaron, Moshe and, Aaron and Miriam didn't appreciate the level of Navu of Moshe Abenu that had to be explained to them. I mean, who else should have, if they didn't understand it, who, who would understand it? And then it's explained to us. And from here the Rambam learns all the differences, or at least most of the differences, between the Vuas Moshe and the Navu of any other Navi to come after, even before or after Moshe. Now Moshe was a unique Navi. And that's part of our belief system, says the Rambam, in Torah Menashemayim. Torah and you have to believe in Nevoah, and you have to believe in the uniqueness of Nevoah's Moshe. What, why is that here in this week's Parsha? It should be in Parsha's Yisrael, Parsha's Mishpatim, where it talks about Matan. This question bothered me for, for years. Years it bothered This question bothers me. And now. Is there any indication why it's a noon also versus Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, that's a good question, right. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the question. Mm-hmm. And now we come to Parsha Shlach, which is an interesting Parsha because it talks about sending out the spies. Moshe was not supposed to send out the spies. Shlach Lecho Anoshim, says Rashi, Lecho Ledaitcha. Ani, Hashem says, I'm not commanding you to have to send out spies. I'm not going. I'm not commanding you. What, what, what is all that? You you want to send spies? Send spies. Who said Moshe? Why would he want to send spies? What does it mean that Moshe? You, you. I'm not telling you what to do. All of a sudden, Kershaw uh, is not telling him what to do. <laughs> That's the whole Torah. Telling him what to do, what to say, what not. And he sends out the spies. Nabakhtik came back with with bad news about Eretz Yisrael and from that we had to continue to live in the Midbar for 40 years mm-hmm. and and then the Parsha ends with the Parsha of Tzitzis which of course there's of the, the initial connection between the, of, of spying out the land which is the Lashon of Losur Esharetz to spy out the land, and what it says by by in Parsha Sitzes, Vloi Sasuru Acharei Levavchem Acham. Don't let those spies in your head and in your heart, because a person has two spies: his heart and his eyes. <coughs> the eyes see, and the heart desires. That's Eizak Rashi. Shnei Sir Suri. 
there's two spies that a person has in his body. He has his eyes and his heart. His heart, his eyes see. It's backwards, right? But but that's how the parsha ends. So, what's the connection between tzitzis and the spies? It's another question. We know that this parsha of Ahibin Soya Ha'orin. Those are familiar psukim. Everybody knows this because we say these psukim when we take out the Sefer Torah from the Oren Kodesh every single time we have Kriya Satayra. Monday, Thursday, Mincha Shabbos, on Shabbos, on Yom Tiv, on all the Yom Tovim. We say the, the one possible Vahib and Sayyara when we take out the Torah, and the shuls they sing it so nicely, right? And we're all, it's all in our minds that that. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the second Pasik is said when we put back the Sefer Torah. What's that imagery? What is that telling us? Why we chose these two Psukim, the Dafka, that it, the Gemara says this is not its place. So why is it so why is it here and it doesn't tell us where is its place? So these are some of the questions that I've noted. When, when learning these the, these parshias of Baloischa and Shlach and so I want to say the following chiddush or, or idea that that came to me and we was at the the Kolo banquet received this Sefer, Emes Yaakov of Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky on Pirkei Office. It's a wonderful Sefer, and I just want to quote one, a Yisoy that he says that knocked my socks off. When I read it, I have an edition before they gave it out of the Koyal, but now that everybody has the, the book, whoever was at the Koyal Banquet, uh, it's a nice little Sefer. He explains, what does it mean Pirkei Avos begins with Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai Umasrul Yeshua. Moshe accepted was Mekabel the Torah from Sinai, which technically means from Akharish Baruch Right? Why it doesn't say from Akharish Baruch That you look at the Maral, he has pages and pages on this in Der Chaim. But Moshe was Mekabel which means he accepted, he got it all. He got it all. Because Moshe, who he was, he was able to get it all. He gave over as much as possible to Yoshua. So here, Rabbi Yankov springs from the Vilna Goyen. This is the first Mishnah. First Mishnah of So Rabbi Yankov says he said, based on the Vilna Goyen, that says the mocker of this Moshe Kibel, Umasrul Yeshua. It has to answer the question why here it says Kibel, and why does it say the Yeshua Kibel mi Moshe? Why does it say Akoshbochu Mosar Esatoyra the Moshe? Why is it different Lashinus of Moshe Kibel and Yeshua Umasrul Yeshua? Says Rabbi Yankov, 
that the Vilna Goyen says the mocker of this is a Gemara and Tmura. The Gemara and Tmura on Daftez Zion Amr Aleph says when Moshe Rabbein was about to die so he told Yoshua ask ask me any of the doubts that you have and I'll answer them great, great offer right here I am, come let's make a meeting, turn my phone off hold all appointments I'm all ears I'm all, I'm all ears and whatever questions you have you know, people ask the question he says, if you could spend an hour with someone back in history, who would it be? Okay, that's a, that's for a, these, they, these, they like to ask these questions. Yeah. Okay, fine. But here, Yeshua was sitting with his Rebbe, and Moshe Benes says, ask any Sveikas you have. And Yeshua says, V'onu lo Yeshua, Rebbe, Klubi nachti shoachas v'alachti l'mokamacher, did I ever miss one of your classes? I went to every single one of your classes. And because it's like it says in the title, He never left the tent. He didn't know what's going on by the eagle. Because he was just sitting there waiting for Moshe to come down from Har Sinai. He didn't miss one minute. So basically he was saying, I know, what, I know everything you have to offer. I was Mikabel basically saying, mm-hmm. everything you know. Oh, so it says the Gemara, Toshish Koycha Shel Moshe, all of a sudden, Miyad, Toshish Koycha Moshe, Beno Gawik, and it was forgotten, Mi Yoshua, Yoshua forgot 300 halachas. And the Noldeloi Zion Meyasvekas, and 700 doubts started opening his mind. He forgot 300 things and 700 Sveikas everybody wanted to kill him. You're, you're, now we're supposed to rely on you? You forgot 300 halakas. I ask you, here, is this kosher? Is it not kosher? Whatever he's asking. And, and, and you don't know. And then you're mesupic and different things. That's the Gemara and Tmura. So, Rabbi Yankov, and this is the mocker that 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 the Goyen brings for this transition between Moshe Kibel and Umasrul Yeshua. Says Rabbi Yankov in explaining the Goyen, says that yes, Yeshua learned everything except one thing. And this was the moment that, that Moshe wanted to teach that to him. That we're now transitioning generations I couldn't teach that to you because it didn't happen we're transitioning from Moshe to Yoshua you think it's just going to be a changing of the guards and you fit into my shoes Loy came it's not, that's not how it is Rabbi Yankov explains so beautifully it's good to go through the whole, the whole piece he says, there's something that's going to be called in Kalali, so called Chasimas Hatkufis. The ending and the closure of generations. It doesn't exist anymore. We can just look back at history and try to learn from what we got from the past generation and do our best in the Messiah that we have. Moshe is Kibel. He got from Akash Baruch Hu. Umasrua Yeshua. 
the, this that he gave over to him primarily was, and what he tried to give over to him, as the Gemara says, <coughs> was realize that we're transitioning to a new generation. What is the basic? How, do you, how would you coin the, the difference? Moshe Rabbeinu had complete, total access to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where do we see this? In Parshas Baloyischa by the Pesach Sheni. Mm-hmm. Part of the Pesach Sheni was that Moshe Rabbeinu all of a sudden, you know, we don't know, was it given to Moshe Rabbeinu on Sinai? No, it was not given. Why wasn't it given? It should have been given, Chazal tell us, to Moshe, but with Megalgan Schus Ali Dei Zakai. But, if we look at Parshas Baloyischa, what Moshe Rabbeinu, when these people came and said, Loma Nigora, why should we be left out? of bringing the Pesach, even though there's a simple answer, you're Tomei. But in that question, Moshe Rabbeinu saw a sincerity that triggered what? Triggered him to tell, to say to them, Indu the Eshma, page 7, 7, 8, the bottom of the page. By Yoimer Aleim Moshe, Indu the Eshma, stand up and I will hear my Yitzhav Hashem Lachem. And says Rashi, Ashrei Yilud Isha Shekach Muftach. Wonderful is it that someone's born from a woman, which is the Lashem that the Malachim looked, called Moshe Rabbein when he came to Shomayim. He said, you let a Yilud Isha here? It's like a derogatory term. <laughs> we would say we would call racist, you know. It's a Yilud Isha, you call it Yilud Isha? You know, a basic human being, flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. It's even less than flesh and blood. Isha. But but says Rashi, Ashrei Shikach Muftach. What a wonderful thing that we have someone that says, Hold on a second, I'll go ask God. <laughs> I mean, that's like a, unbelievable. And if God doesn't want to talk to you, how do you know you... No, he was so sure. Hold on a second, I'll just ring God and, and we'll, 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 we'll call. You know? Pick up the that's right. Pick, right. That's right. Says Rabbi Yankov, this is what your Moshe wanted to teach Yoshua. That is ending now. That is ending with Moshe Rabbeinu Indu Veshma connection because Loi Bashamayani. Torah is not anymore in Shamayim. It's only down here. It's only through our learning and our toiling and our engaging in Torah and hopefully and being a Ben Torah that we can engage and interact with Torah that hopefully will speak to us and enlighten us what we need to know right now. But the Imdu Eshma, that's a gone platform. That was, that was Moshe Kibbutz Torah Sinai. Now the Masrul the Yeshua is now the new way of the future. Is now the new platform of, 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 uh, that we're coming into. And that Yeshua did not embrace. And of course, Baruch had to show him through the forgetting 300 halachas and 700 sveikas. He had to teach him that. But that was the lesson that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to teach him. That we're changing, it's changing of the guards. And so it is. So that was a kanah? It wasn't a punishment, no. Rebbe does not learn the punishment. It was a reality check. You have to learn this. He didn't want to learn it just by me, you know, when he asked him, 
ask me whatever you want to know. He was telling him, you have to realize you're now changing situations. You won't be able to access like I had access. It's a whole different world. And this is what, therefore, the only way to teach them was by letting experience forgetfulness. Pain, the pain. The pain of forgetfulness and doubt. That's a terrible feeling. So I want to say that this is the reality that we live with from then on. The Masrullah Yeshua continues throughout all the generations I don't want to say going down and down and down from the Yeshua to this Canaan to Nevi'im to the Anshik Nesak Doyla. It's different. There's going to be Hasimas HaTkufa and the rising of the next Kufa. It's both a promise and a reality. There's the promise that Torah will never be forgotten. There's a Messiah. The 40 levels that the Rambam talks about in his Akdama of the levels, which no no small matter, that's 40, because it's there's integrity to it. The 40 days that Moshe Ben learned Torah, it's the same Torah, but it's different. There's 40 levels of Torah from Sinai till Ravashi and Chasimah Talmud that the Rambam indicates and talks about it in his Akdama to Yara Chazaka. That's, that's the reality. So I want to say that that, trans, that transforma- transferring was supposed to happen at the end of Parshas Baloischa. And because of the Chetamaragum, it happened, it happened not even, it, 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 it changed in Parshas Shlach to be carried on for another 40 years. At the end of Parshat Baloischa, the Klal Yisrael were supposed to, they were dividing, and they were supposed to go into Eretz Yisrael. They have their Degolim, they have the Mishkan, and they were supposed to march into Eretz Yisrael. And Moshe Rabbeinu was not going to lead them in Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> I know it wasn't until, it seems, from the turn not till later when they hit the rock, the main Meriva, but there are other indications that it wasn't so simple that he was going to go into Eretz Yisrael up until that point. But because he was going to exit the scene in Parshas Baloischa, therefore the, the, the idea of the level of Moshe Rabbeinu was given to us clearly in Pesach Sheni, in Parshas Baloischa, Imdu Ve'eshma, right? You see, Moshe Rabbeinu had a... It was Min He could go and ask a God any moment. He could ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what does the Torah mean and what is it supposed to tell us? Is there such a parsha of Pesach Sheni? What do I do with these people? And also the end of the parsha where Aaron and Miriam got a insight into the level of Nevuas Moshe. That also is an indication of knowing that this is a level that's not going to continue. And therefore, that was, that's why these things are in Parshas Baloyscha B'davka. Because that was supposed to be the, the end of, of the Torah, of, of Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, leadership. Comes Parshas Shlach, comes Parshas Shlach, 
and Moshe Rabbeinu was now teaching Shlach Lecha, send for you, I'm not going to tell you to send because this is not going to be part of the Moshe Kibble term Nisinai, Mintarebetshebiksav that you should send spies and inhabit the Eretz Yisrael this is all part of Torah Shabal Peh, the continuity that's why it's so clear that Shlach Lecha you send it, Ledait Cha this continuity of Torah Shabal Peh that you're giving over Masrul Yeshua who was one of the spies right I want you to start teaching him that there's going to be a change of the Tekufais, the change of the guards and change of reality this is this is the connection to the Nuns who was Yoshua? Yoshua bin Nun Yoshua bin Nun he was the one who had to take that Nun backwards Nun right, that was a Simon and that's what we're being told every time we take out the Sefer Torah it's like going back to Maimon Arsim, that's our beginning. The Torah says that every time we take out the Sefer Torah, it's like a, a mini Maimon Harsinai. That's why we make a bracha, Birkazat Torah, Asher Nosan Lonu Torah Semes, Asher Bochar Bon Mikolo Amin, Benosan Lonu Es Torah Soi. Every time we, we make a, have an aliyah to the Torah, because the whole process of taking out the Sefer Torah from the Oron is is the continuity of Matan Torah in each generation. The Oron stands different than the Mishkan, even though, of course, the Oron was the Kodesh HaKadoshim of the Mishkan, was the, the, the lifeline and the heart of the Mishkan. But we see this in the, in the Sefer HaChinuch. Look at this, you're going to fall off your chair. Parsha's Truma, the famous Mitzvah Tzadik Hay which I always told you, the Satmar Rebbe's Vort, we always say by a Shidduch, we say the Shidduch should be Oyle Yafa. You heard that term? Well, we said we wish people, oh, the Shidduch should be Oyle Yafa. We wish one another when someone makes a Shidduch. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? So the Satmar Rebbe said, Yafa is Gematria 95. Pei is 80, Yud is, nine, is 10, and Hei is 95. The 95th mitzvah in the Sefer HaChinuch is mitzvah binyan beis hapchir, building the, base, the, the mishkan. So technically, the Sabbath Rabbi said, every house, every person, every chas and kala are building their own mishkan. That's what we're saying to them. It's a beautiful word, right? You can use that in your next, next Shabbat Brachas. Nice. It's a Sabbath Rabbi? Sabbath Rabbi, Rabbi Yoyal Teitelbaum, Zechot Tzadik V'Kodesh Levracha. Says the mitzvah, in Mitzvah Tzadikei that the mitzvah is Livnois Bayes Lashem Kloimar to build a place where they can build, bring Karbonis. Vasuli Migdash. Says the Sefer Achinoch. Zoysa Mitzvah Koylelis Ima Hakelim. It includes all the vessels that are needed for the Beis Migdash to do the Avaida. Like, for example, Kigain which in Cheder and Tarasemes, when it was Yiddish, they used to tell us, Kugain zum Beispiel, it's not a Persian word, zum Beispiel, it's a Yiddish word, Kugain, for example, zum Beispiel, it's a, it's a, for example, Kugain, ha-menoira, va-shulchan, va-mizbeach, v'chol shar ha-kelum kulam. Can I ask a question? There's one thing missing. What's missing in that short list? Menorah, Shulchan, Mizbeach. Aaron. Aaron. 
I have this question. I have it on the side of my. Uh, hello. <laughs> right. Where is, the, the, where is it? The Iker. The Iker. Yeah. The answer is the Oran Yes is the is the heart blood of the Mishkan, but the Mishkan was an edifice for basically for Avoida, for Karbonis, to achieve Kapara. The Oran representing the Torah that has no boundaries, has no limit, has no place. And this is what it means by Hebrew Sayyid, the, the two nuns show Shein Zem Koiman. It has no place. The Gemara tells where is its place. You know why? Because it doesn't have a place. Everywhere is its place. This is what the Gemara in Megillah says. Oron Einam and Amida didn't take up any space. We learned the Gemara in, in, in Sukkah. And in Menachas, the Gemara in Sukkah says that you measured in the base of Migdash from the Oron to one side wall, it was 10 Amas. And you measured from the other side of the Oron, it was also 10 Amas. So the Oron says the Gemara, Oron Einam and Amida didn't take up space. What does that mean? The Torah gives us a dimension to the Oron. There's two things. Oron doesn't have a place. It doesn't have a place. It's beyond space. It's because that's truly what is in the hearts of every single Jew. That's going on the Oron. <coughs> the Oron is the Mokam where the Shechina lies. Karbanis, we can, we can only be the Karbanis in the Beis HaMikdash. That's Avoidah, Mokam Avoidah. Torah stands in the heart of every single person. Ein Zem that's why we take those two Psukim, Vahibin Soya, when we take out the Torah, and when we put back the Torah. It's to tell us that Maimon Sinai travels with us. After Maimon Sinai, right, when the... Um, <clears throat> no more Kedusha go up to Har Sinai if you can find it and do whatever you want there's no Kedusha there I, every shul that we make every base medrash you can't just do whatever you want you have to look in what, kind of, what, is, what is appropriate the Torah was implanted into every single person that's the true definition of a Ben Torah you are, you have the DNA of Torah that's the Ben Torah. It's the greatest accolade you can give someone to call them a Ben Torah. Ah, he's 75, 85 years old. There's nothing greater than calling me a Talmud Chacham or a Ben Torah. Not just because you're always unfinished, but because you are connected at the hip in the, by the genes to the Torah. That's the greatest. And, and there, therefore, the, the, the mitzvah Tzadik Vav which the Oren was the first of the kingdom in Parshas Truma to be built. There's a mitzvah, a lav in the Torah, to say, Don't take out the, the, the poles. Says the Sefer HaChinuch, why not take out the poles? Two reasons. One, because you, you might have to travel, and if you didn't put them in carefully, it might fall. And that will be a big bazillion. Which means that the Torah is there to travel, to take with you. It's not just to leave in shul. We leave the kailu, we leave the, 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 the sefer Torah and the Aaron Kaidish. No, we take it with us. Mm-hmm. Every person, 
It's always traveling. The Metzius of Torah is that it's traveling with us. And the Sefer Akinuch says in the second shot <coughs> that Every form of each vessel of the Mishkan represents lofty things. Things that we might not understand at first glance. But you know, when you look at the Aron, always look at it ready to travel. Because that is the Tzura of Torah. Torah is versatile and it's Mobile, it's a mobile tour. and it travels with us everywhere and every time. That's why the halacha says mm-hmm. <coughs> that you made a bichas Torah this morning. Mm-hmm. You're going to go out to work and do your business. Mm-hmm. You come back at night. You want to sit down and learn again. You don't have to make another bichas Torah. Why? When you leave the sukkah, Tosis asks. You made a bracha in the sukkah, you leave the sukkah, you back and make another bracha when you come back in. Because, says, says the Taisus, and the halacha is, because you were never Messiah Das from Torah. Sukkah, you left the sukkah, you're, you're out of it, out of sight, out of mind. Torah is never out of sight and never out of mind. You're always governed by the halachas of the Torah, you're always governed by the hashkafas of the Torah, you're always governed by the derecherets of Torah. And that's why I believe strongly that when we take out the Torah, we say, that first Pasik. And then we, we add on to Psukim. From Yushalayim, the Torah goes out. It's always is going out. That's the purpose of it. Not to stay in the Kodesh Akdoshan, that, you know, like a museum. And also, Boruch Shenosan Torah La'amo Yisrael Bigdusha Soy. We add that. It's not a Pasuk. Kimitzian is a Pasuk. But Boruch Shenosan Torah, that's a, a, just a, just a, um, um, a feeling. It's a reality. Mm-hmm. Blessed is HaKadosh Baruch who gave us a Torah. We, where would we be without the Torah? Bigdusha Soy, he gave it to us in our sanctity because he believed in, and it defines who we are. You know when we say that, the only other time a year when we say that, I mentioned this before, before Pesach, is in the Seder, in the Haggadah. Mm-hmm. And you know when we say that? We say that when we, when we say the paragraph, Boruch HaMokha in Boruchu. Boruch Shinosan Torah Lehamu Yisrael. doesn't say Bikdusha Soi. But we say that's when we say that, 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 um, That's the true bracha. <coughs> that's the true bracha. Boruch hamakayim baruchu. That you want to know that hamakayim again. Hakadosh Baruch is the place of the Torah, and Hakadosh Baruch is our place. He's always with us. That's ein zem The Orin travels. But ain't Zen in anywhere in the Torah because it's all over and everywhere at all times. That's the Simonim. And that was, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to give that over to Yeshua the Nun because the signs were, were the Nun that he, that he got. That was Yeshua the Nun because he, he should have understood. 
Yeshua, you're taking over, you're my Talmud, you never you miss one shear. And we've never missed a shear. But you still have to know that you are, it's a changing of Tkufas, it's not the same. It's Moshe Kibel, and now it's Masurli Yeshua, you have to deal with that change. And he didn't underappreciate it, says the Gemara in, in Tamura, and therefore he had to feel that forgetfulness to know, to get that message. But the message was try with try Moshe Rabbeinu with a Kashbrahu tried to give it to him in Parshish Baloischa, which was supposed to be Moshe Rabbeinu's exit. And then he gave it again to him in Parsha Shlach with the spies, where the Tkufa of Moshe Rabbeinu was extended now for forty years, which was a great blessing in a way, but again it was the biggest punishment. Right? We still suffer from the chet of the Egel and the chet of Moraglim. We, we suffer every Tisha B'Av because it became a, a terrible day. But one thing it accomplished, we extended the Tkuf of Moshe Rabbeinu for 40 more years. Very few people talk about that benefit. We needed it. We needed it, right? That's why we needed it. We saw the transition wasn't happening. Yeshua wasn't getting it, and therefore he couldn't give it over. Mm-hmm. So he had to spend another 40 years mm-hmm. with us. I'm, I hear, I'm hearing also something very important that when at the, <clears throat> the Imdu Ashmama stand in all listen to Hashem, means there's no doubt. When you can ask Hashem directly the Shiloh, there's no doubt. Once you have, that's over. Now the Torah is going to be in you you're going to make mistakes because right. you don't have a revelation. There's, you're going to make, right. I'll paskin for myself throughout the day, every day, but I'm going to make mistakes because I don't have to wreck and, I, and I'm, I can't be held to that level of, of right. perf- perfection. But, but, and therefore you have right. to embrace mm-hmm. the Messiah itself yeah. which gives you a way to elaborate and, and continue the process of, need, of, of the expansion of Torah. I need the Das Torah right. that's in order right. to live. That's yeah. right. I don't have the direct kind of the red phone anymore. Right. And that's why when we put back the Sefer Torah, we use that second Yoimar. And when the Oren rests, what should you say? Yoimar, Shuva Hashem, Alpha Yisrael. But we add other Psukim that we say when we bring back the Sefer Torah. We say um, many other psukim. Most significantly, we say and you gave me a, a great, a great um, uh, tangible gift. We never can forsake the Torah. And then we say it's Right? It's a it's a tree of life to those who hold on to it. Again, saying that the continuity will be if you hold on to it. All of its ways are pleasant. You can gauge. Are you following the right path? Because are you causing fights? Are you causing unpleasantries? That's not the way of Torah. It can't be. Every last one of them. Right? The greatest proof is that there's a, the Gemara Sukkah says you can't take a certain <coughs> um, hadas mitzri because it has sharp edges. 
and the Torah would never tell us to take something sharp that a whole day during David we're being pricking ourselves and, and or pricking the guy next to us. That's not, and the Gemara says, it can't be that this is kosher because drachel darachinoya. Yes, that's what the Gemara, the Gemara says. Its ways are pleasant. All of its ways. And if you're not bringing peace, it's not the way of the Torah. Period. Period. Hashiveinu Hashem Eilecha, bring us back to you. And this is what we do when we bring back the Savior Torah to the Oren Kaidish. So this is the, the model of Maimon HaSinai, of the level of Moshe Rabbeinu that we're, we're talking about every time we take out the Savior Torah, but it's embracing the continuity, the Masur Yeshua. And that, and that um, Moshe Rabbeinu now had to give that over to Yeshua. But, and that's, that is the Parsha of Tzitzis. Parsha of Tzitzis, we make the bracha, as I saw in a beautiful sefer called, called Haroifei Lishvurei Leiv, written by Hagoyin Reb Hillel Zaks, the Roshiva in Hebron, and he had his own yeshiva. So he writes that we make his tzitzis, which is wrapping myself in tzitzis. What is this wrapping? Why do we say that? So if you look at the halacha, it's we wrap ourselves, the special way we wrap ourselves in tzitzis, when we put it on, when we make the bracha, mm-hmm. is called Ituf Yishmaeli. Mm-hmm. It's an Arab wrapping, huh? Mm-hmm. What, well, the Arabs don't do it. What, 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 why do we have to do like the Arabs? Because the Arabs are nomads. They're traveling. Their home at Sias is Bedouins. They travel around. That's their home at Sias. We are also traveling around. Tzitzis represents Ishokul Kenege Kola Mitzvahs. The word Tzitzis. Is right is six hundred and how much? And six. Yud is is a hundred, and Sadik Yud is a hundred. Is six hundred? Six oh six oh five. Six hundred. Then you have the the five knots and the eight strings. That's six hundred and thirteen. So Shakul Kenei Kola Mitzvah. Then there are other there are other ways. So you're carrying around the 613 mitzvahs, which as we said from the Vilna Goyen, are all the Kloli mitzvahs. Every word of the Torah is a mitzvah. 613 are the Klolim of the mitzvahs. Not the, the complete list of the, of the mitzvahs. And, and, and therefore that's what's contained in the tzitzis which are a beged, I'll come out, should be on your knaf, on your beged, right? Which is your clothing, which clothing, basically you put on clothing to, to go, to go out, to get up and get dressed. <laughs> Don't get up and get dressed and go. You make laugh, you because the Yishmaelim were travelers. This is the this is the model <coughs> of carrying around the Torah with you everywhere, all to, all the time, and that's why it's interesting that this mitzvah was created um, primarily when people get married, they put on a talis. Mm-hmm. That's if you're a yaki, right? Mm-hmm. But you, but that's why the Gemara says mm-hmm. It's only when you know how to wrap yourself. Uh, as, you put on tzitzis. Because if you don't know how to wrap yourself, then you cannot appreciate 
the mobility and the uh, of Torah, how it applies and how the Messiah of Yeshua applies. Mm-hmm. You cannot be aware of that, mm-hmm. and therefore you're not ready for tzitzis. Mm-hmm. We have created a talus cotton, right? The tzitzis that we are under our clothing, which is like an extra shmira, mm-hmm. which we don't make a lisatit but tzitzis. Mm-hmm. And when and when a person gets married and he makes a brocha on his talus, he doesn't make a brocha anymore. And then we say al mitzvah tzitzis, which is a big shailin halacha. Should there be any bracha? And what kind of bracha is al mitzvah tzitzis? You know, why on a talus don't you make al mitzvah tzitzis? Because you are new kind mitzvah tzitzis. Because tzitzis has a and that's has a connection with the mobility of Torah. It contains all of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs, which is the kolom of the Torah. And it's it's part of the the situation of the spies where they were transitioning from the Midbar to Eretz Yisrael, and Moshe was trying to give that over to Yoshua, who was one of the spies, and that's why he blessed him, and he called Hoshea bin Nun Yehoshua bin Nun, so he should get that Nun from the parsha of that was not wasn't given over, but it was, it's in our Torah, that was the lesson of the Nun, right, of the Nun, which represents, the Gemara tells us, Nun represents falling. Mm-hmm. That's why there's no Nun in Ashrei, the Gemara says, mm-hmm. because we don't want to talk about falling, and, but we, it's hinted to in the next verse, Soimei Hashem L'chol HaNoiflin, Hashem supports all of those who fall, that we're given a promise, <coughs> which is why Nun Samach is Nais. But we don't, we don't, we, there is no positive of Nun in Ashrei. But the Nun represents the continuity, the, the ongoing generations, that they'll have to make it not on their own, but on a different level. They won't have the level of Moshe Rabbeinu, they will only have the level of Yoshua, but he has to embrace it. Mm-hmm. And Moshe Rabbeinu gave him the bracha, go in there to Israel, go spy the land. <clears throat> I want to help you transition. But my, even though Yoshua was successful and he didn't fall into the trap of the Meraglim, but he wasn't able to understand enough to convince them. And they saw giants. They saw that it was in, inhabitable. We can't do it. We need Moshe Rabbeinu. We have to run back to the Midbar. Okay, we got him for another 40 years. Hopefully we, we could learn mm-hmm. slowly or mm-hmm. more, more carefully the lesson. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In the next 40 years, Moshe Rabbeinu will, will continue to, to raise us. But that's the connection between the Parsha of Miraglim and the Parsha of Tzitzis. Because now the, that, the exit plan of Moshe Rabbeinu was now extended and now we were going to be given every single yid we're going to be given a levush, a beged. This is your clothing that represents the Torah. It's like he, he writes so beautifully. He says, um, mitzvahs who, is, who is this? This is the Haroi for the Shurilei Rabzaks. He says, Mitzvah Tzitzis. 
just like a house needs a mezuzah on its doorpost to fix it, to make it into a Jewish home also a clothing of a Jew needs a mezuzah it needs a mezuzah on its corners and that's tzitzis <laughs> isn't that beautiful? that's, that's the cheft of the mitzvah Put it on the corner of your garments. Because Torah is, is mobile. Mm-hmm. The Metzias and the Chefts of Torah is Vahibin Soyahar, it's traveling. Aaron Einam and Amida, it has no place. this is not its place. It doesn't have a place. Wherever you put it, this is only momentarily. It has a Messiah. Torah has a Messiah. And Moshe Rabbeinu, as much as we don't have Moshe Rabbeinu's level anymore, or his Nevuah, level Nevuah, which was shown to Aaron and Miriam, but we have a Messiah. He's giving over everything in the Messiah. If you don't appreciate it, you'll forget. You'll have Sveikas. And Baruch Hashem, the Gemara and Tumur ends off with Asniel ben Kenas, sat and learned and went to, back to the Kailul, and he learned and he gave us back all those 300 Allahs that were forgotten. But Yeshua was given this, this, not punishment, this stark reality that you have to embrace the continuity called Messiah. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is what the, this is what the, the Mesul Susharim even, when he talks about the, the Miraglim in his, in his Perak Yud Aleph called Nikius, mm-hmm. being clean, being pure, mm-hmm. he says that the, that the Miraglim they suffered that they brought out Loshon Har against Eretz Yisrael and it caused the death of that whole generation they were afraid maybe they will lose their position and he says it was a lack of covet This is also this is also a lack of appreciation of this Messiah. If you believe in the Messiah, then there is no insignificant part of the Messiah, even when you have to transition it to the next generation. You always remain that unbroken chain of the past. Right? Even when the parents have to say goodbye and leave this world. They leave over a child, hopefully they gave over a Messiah to their child, <coughs> and they know in their heart that the child will live by the Messiah of the father, who lives by the Messiah of his father, of lives by the Messiah all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu. And which is the Torah itself, which has no place and has no Enam and Amida, has no beginning or end. <coughs> so this this was their mistake. That, just the covered Shabbai, the covered means that you're making it into a finite, stationary thing. And Torah is not that way. The Nesim who were the Nesim in the Midbar can go into Eretz Yisrael, hand the baton over to the next generation of Nesim and say, we wish you well. And know that their success is based on our, our success. And, and, and this is what they didn't have. And they needed the 40 years in the Midbar to teach them, to develop them. 
Torah right, a lot. This is why Mishnah Torah, the whole Sefer Devarim, was of a different level. It was the it was Eila Moshe. Moshe was giving them over, sort of the essence of Torah Peh still being Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why the Goyen and you know talks about how the difference between between Sefer Devarim and the first four Svarim. There is a difference and there isn't a difference. Okay, have a good Shabbos. Could the Nuns be representative of the following before and the following after too? Could it be that way?